Hello everyone, welcome to the SSFF pod, the unofficial Sky Sports Fantasy Football podcast. Hope you're all having a lovely time at the moment. So, uh, we're on game week 13, so we're almost 10 games into the season. We've already one manager casualty as well, but that doesn't affect us in the fantasy football. That will be discussed on the Average Football pod, if you've subscribed to that, where I discussed all matters reviewing the Premier League and the European football on Tuesday. So, uh, there'll be a new pod dropping for that tomorrow so i hope you listen and hope you enjoy it so let's talk about last week's uh game week game week 12 in terms of point scoring for Cruz and like tony i scored 97 points overall which was a lovely weekend could have been more actually if uh walls could have kept a clean sheet and i decided to put conor gallagher as captain but there we go i made phil foden cap oh, no kevin de bruyne or phil foden one of the man city players captain and it was the wrong choice because they didn't do a thing so should have made um oh actually i put jamie vardy's captain what i'm talking about because he played arsenal and his record against arsenal is great um yeah so yeah i should have put conor gallagher as captain because he was the one that scored me would have scored me the most points but there we go how was i supposed to know that palace were going to beat man city 2-0 i don't think anyone expected that last weekend especially the way man city have been playing at the moment so overall in the game, there were 752 points on offer and score 97 was quite really, really happy about that. Good week. Um, felt there was like a hundred, there was a hundred there to break, but um, I didn't in the end. I was top point scorer in my private league, so I was happy about that. The podcast team only scored 55 points. So the podcast team is uh, a 433 formation that's made of all the best players who've scored the most points so far in fantasy football. And um, it's just not really done anything. The points have I've not broken 100 in that in that team at all yet, considering that these are the m- biggest point scorers of fantasy football. That's just not worked. So um, there will be a couple of transfers made uh, this week, which I've already done. I'll go through them later on. But um, yeah, it's now getting to the point where I'll go through the top players later on um, who scored the most points in each position. And you can see, especially in the defenders section, it's the top defenders are scoring the most points because they play for the best teams. They're getting the clean sheet bonuses. But at the same time, they're the most expensive. And... um, you can't have all of them in your side. You're going to have one at least in your side, if not two, depending on how you've structured your team. So we'll go through that later. Um, top player of the week was Florentina T- uh, Florentina Turner, who scored 154 points this weekend. And top point scorer is now a team called Thirst11, uh, XI, uh, who's on 1,065 points uh, this week. So we've broken the 1,000 points mark in the fantasy football after now 11 games. And last week's leader is now just a single point behind him. So it's, it's close, but it's still way too early. And we've got a, a big game week coming up in game week uh, 6, 15, I think it is, where... There is midweek fixtures, and that's all in one game week. So if you've not done fantasy football before, uh, you'll have your Saturday and Sunday game, as you would do. But then you'll have a Tuesday and Wednesday, and that's all one game week. So in a way, you sort of want 200 points. You want at least anything between 170 to 200 points for that week. And that's where leagues change, and that's where you can make up some big points that week. 
So we'll go over into the top point scorers of last week. So Reese James, of course, scoring two goals. He's got 29 points and only 6.69% of the fantasy football community have him in his side. Declan Rice scored 26, uh, just, well, just, well, 6% have got him in his side. Conor Gallagher, 18. Now, I think that number, he's currently a 10. I think that number will rise because I think people will look at Conor Gallagher, see his numbers that he's posting at the moment on Fantasy Football and put him in the side. So I think Conor Gallagher will be a player that a lot of people will have in their side, um, probably by Christmas. Aaron Ramsdale's on 15, only 2% have him in the side. Aaron Ramsdale is a player that I've been talking about the last couple of weeks. He is someone that I think a lot of people should be looking to put in their side on fantasy football because they're fake that he's had fantastic weeks. And if anyone saw the game of Leicester Arsenal last weekend, you would rub your hands together with absolute joy. The fact that a got a clean sheet bonus man, the match as well as two save bonuses as well to go on with that. He couldn't have done anything more um, to get extra points. And, and if he got an assist, that would have just topped everything off, but it's very rare. Goalkeeper gets assists, but, it's absolutely fantastic what he's done. Um, considering, like I've said, that over the last couple of weeks, he didn't even start the season as number one. He didn't even start the season as Arsenal. So he he would be, I believe, probably second, if not the top, the best goalkeeper in terms of points in fantasy football. But there we go. That's for another time. So it'll be interesting to see where he is. Um, probably by the start of Christmas, by the start of December. Um when we really get the ball rolling, there's no real breaks going into fantasy football in terms of international breaks. We've got one coming up next week. And then after that, it is all go, go, go until the FA Cup round. And then from there, it's March. So it's going to be a big, big few months for fantasy football players. In um, last place on fifth, in, well, fifth place, uh, it was Gabriel, Arsenal Gabriels. Um, he's got 14. Um, only 1.21% have him in the side because he scored and kept a clean sheet. So um, definitely Ramsdale, like I say, got to have, I think soon you might have to have him in your side. Okay, right, this week's fixtures coming up this week. So you have got uh, on Friday, Southampton versus Aston Villa. That's your first game. So Martinez is captain if anyone's got him. On Saturday, 12.30 kickoff. First game of the Fantasy Football Saturday is Man United versus uh, Manchester City. Uh, you've got Palace versus Wolves at 3 o'clock. Chelsea versus Burnley at 3. Brentford versus Norwich at 3. And then Brighton versus Newcastle at 5.30. On Sunday, you've got four games. Three 2 o'clocks, which are Leeds versus Leicester. Everton versus Spurs. Arsenal versus Watford. And... Also, at 4.30, you've got West Ham versus Liverpool. Um, I don't talk about the Spurs, uh, Everton Spurs game, but maybe chuck in Harry Kane. Maybe chuck in Harry Kane for this weekend because Conte's going to be in charge. First game. He, it be Unfortunately for Everton, it's the worst game they could want after what happened to him on Monday and the week before. So having Spurs could be a really, really good game spares to have actually and could start Harry Kane's and uh, Son scoring again and their partnership so that could be something to look at 
But as always, we talk about the first game of the, of the weekend, of the game week. So we're going to talk about this Friday's game, which is Southampton versus Villa, which is on Sky Sports. And we'll be, and you can listen to it on BBC Radio as well. Um, Southampton had a positive result against Watford last week. Um, we have a nice 1-0 from Che Adams. Um, there's also nice bonus points for all the defenders because they've got a clean sheet, which is great. Um, someone to look out for in your defenders lineup is... Um, Limamato, uh, who's currently on 54 points at the moment. Um, so in terms of point scoring, he's not that... F- he's only 10 points behind um, uh, Ruben Diaz, who's uh, who I'll talk about in a bit. So he's definitely someone to look out for in your fantasy. He's scoring a lot of points. He's averaging out... Um, well, yeah, so he's very high up in very good points total. He's very cheap at 6.5, and only 4% of the fantasy football population have him inside. So if you look at some of the other players that you could have, Declan Rice, some people, 2% have got more than him. Ramsdale, 2%. So there's definitely some players that you should look at. And um, if you're looking for a cheap defender to put in your midfield, uh, sorry, defender, 6.5 is an absolute steal. I think my one, I've got Killerman in my side, and he's at 6.5 as well. So very, very cheap prices to um, for defenders at play as well. These are not defenders that are sort of sitting on the bench not playing or not even in the first, le- or not even in getting to the match day squad. These are players at play. Um, so for me, Killerman's ex- just had a look at 6.2. So for me, he scored at the weekend, uh, scored midweek. Happy days, Captain Ning for me. Okay, and also Aston Villa, of course, you've got Adam Martinez. If you're captain, he's top point scorer for Aston Villa with a couple of um, clean sheet saves. A um, little bit problem with Villa at the moment. They conceded a lot of goals. So that might put you off, Martinez. Um, the positive for Aston Villa was that... Um, Ollie Watkins got a goal um, against West Ham, and he looked dangerous as well when they had 11, and a little bit when they had 10. So definitely worth a little option there. I think they'll probably go back to five at the back. So again, looking at maybe Tanzabi will probably play again. And again, he's a very cheap defender for you if you want to put him in. So it's definitely worth a look. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, Southampton are very tight at the back, and they're not free-flowing, and they're not free-scoring. But Villa are also sort of, they're that team that have played really well, but not got results. And um, they've been struggling with injuries and also suspensions as well. So it um, could be an interesting game, but I think it's a game that, unfortunately, I'm not going to have a captain in. So I'm going to just uh, enjoy on Friday. Okay. Right. On Saturday, the first game of the weekend, or the Saturday games, Man City against Man United, or Man United versus Man City. Um from a United perspective, as a United fan, I do not like this game at all. But uh, there we go. I'm not here to like games. Um, it's mainly like Man City. Um, it's going to be tight. I don't think it's going to be Liverpool, Man United, for example. Man United, Liverpool. It could be, but um, I don't know. Man United's got a few defenders out. It uh, Varane's out for a month. Uh, Lindelof didn't play midweek. Eric Bailly will probably play. Maguire doesn't look sharp. Um, Man City could tear him apart. Uh, I think if Lindelof is fit, they'll probably go back to a back five. So you're looking at um, 
Luke uh, Luke Shaw and Wan Bissaka as win backs, but at the same time, I think if Lindelof is not fit, then I think you'll look at Luke Shaw going as a centre back as well on the left side. So um, and then Alex Tellez will probably play instead. So it's definitely going to be an interesting lineup to see what um, Ole does. I think if you're going to have a captain for Man United, then you can't look past Cristiano Ronaldo at the moment. He is scoring goals. Um, he's being a dis- match winner for United. The goal against Spurs was in, was fantastic, and also he set up Cavani's goal. You would think that he would go back up to two up front with Cavani and Ronaldo up top. Um, Man City will be out with Lepotra this weekend, so you'd hazard the guess that it would be John Stones playing in instead which is a like he's an easy substitution for them and stones and ds played so well last year together so you'd think man city will look reasonably solid carl walker is a slight doubt but um i think he'll probably play um if you're going to captain anyone from man city again you're looking at phil foden jack Grealish, mares jesus at the end it's countless possibilities what man city could possibly play um, I think he'll play his he'll play the best players, but because of the fact that there's an international week, so he won't really care about international fixtures coming up. But as I've said many times on this podcast, Pep doesn't care about fancy football and doesn't care about fancy football players and who he has in their side. So it's a tricky one for Pep um, to figure out what he's going to do and what side. Um, for me, I've got Foden and De Bruyne on my side, so I'm chancing my bet with the two. I'm hoping they don't score points and I hope they score small. But at the same time, it could be one of them things where my heart rules my head and um, I should have captained Phil Foden. He'll score a lot of points. So there we go. So who knows? Um, So it'll be an interesting game. Um, Man may not tend to have a good record against City at the Etihad, but not necessarily at Old Trafford. So it'll be interesting to see what tactics United will end up playing on uh, Saturday, three o'clock game. We're going to move on to a three another uh, a three o'clock game. It's Chelsea Burnley. Uh, this is where you probably want to look at your captains this week, uh, or point your captains in this direction this week. Uh, Chelsea are really playing well and almost machine like um, on how they're playing, and definitely looking at the captains in terms of wing backs because Reese James is scoring goals which is ridiculous Ben Chilwell is scoring goals so them two are Chelsea's top goal scorers at the moment with Jorginho behind him on penalties I know Tuchel was quoted in saying in the media last week that he doesn't want Jorginho to be top goal scorer he wants the attacking players to be top goal scorer this year but of course he's got Lukaku to come back and Timo Werner so it's highly likely one of them will be the top goal scorer um You've got to have a, I, you've got to have Chelsea defenders in your side because they're so solid at the back. And playing Burnley this week, it doesn't look like they will, they will concede. It's just about a matter of where they're going to score their goals. Mason Mount might possibly return back into the side after his illness. Um, it seems like he's got a, um, a really not severe illness, but sounds like he's been really put through the ringer the last couple of days. So he didn't play against Malmo. He didn't play against Newcastle after scoring a hat-trick. So he might just need to try and get back his sort of form again after scoring three against, uh, scoring a hat-trick against Norwich a couple of weeks back. 
Burnley, on the other hand, um, Maxwell Cornet has really set Burnley up nicely. The scoring uh, another goal at the weekend uh, with their 3-1 win against Brentford. Um, he's not their top goal scorer. That belongs to McNeil. Um, but he's only played four games and he's already scored 34 points. And he is ve- he's only at 7.7 million. So he's listed as a midfielder. So if you want a nice little cheap midfielder, who has scored four goals so far in four games. He is definitely someone to look at and maybe consider. I know Burnley players are never that attractive, but Maxwell Cornet has done really well so far. He's coming that side. And I, I've said in the average pod, if he gets 10, 12 goals this year, that's fantastic for Burnley. And then Chris Wood with maybe 10 as well, that will keep Burnley up. 20 Two players have scored 20 goals and they're very hard to break down. You think Burnley look look like they could be on a nice little winner there. Um, in terms of the Saturday games, there's not really much else to look out for, really. Um, Palace Wolves is going to be a fantastic game to watch, generally. So um, my captain that, for that Saturday is Conor Gallagher because he's currently the top midfield point scorer and he is absolutely on fire at the moment. And as a player, as fact that Man United play Man City, I don't want a captain of Man City players because I feel like I'm... Um, committing treason um i had to i had to uh, go for conor gallagher because he's scoring goals and he's assisting and he's getting bonuses so if a man city player like de bruyne or a defender like carl walker or phil foden score and get high points then fine i'll put my hands up and made a mistake but i know a lot of players don't have conor gallagher in their side yet only 10 percent do so i'm sort of more in the favor of going with Conor Gallagher because he's the player of form at the moment with a goal against Man City and assist as well. And a lot of people are talking about him now. So I think he might be probably in the England squad by the time um, it comes out as well. So he is someone to possibly to look at your fantasy football side. He's very cheap as well for what he is as well. So moving on to Sunday's games. Um, there are three two o'clock kickoffs, like I said earlier. If you're looking for captains this week, you've got Leicester who's playing Leeds at Ellen Road um, Leeds got a great win against Norwich at the weekend uh, Rafinha looked really good against Norwich on Sunday he scored a goal and got man the match so uh, if you made him captain lovely points for you like I did um, of course if you watched the Leicester Arsenal game Leicester battered Arsenal and unfortunately just came across a really really fantastic Ramsdale who's absolutely on fire at the moment so um, again I'm going to personally if I could I would make Jamie Vardy captain and I've got Tielemans in so I'm guaranteed a five pointer there at least because of his passing bonus Um, I've also got Rafinha and if he scores and Vardy scores and Tielemans scores it's an absolutely lovely job for me but I'm not making Vardy captain this week of course I've got to make Mo Salah captain because it's the obvious choice really but um Another person to look out for in the two o'clock kickoffs on the Arsenal game against Watford is Pierre Aubameyang because um, he's scoring goals at the moment and not a lot of players have him in their side, I don't think. Um, he's scoring goals. Uh, Emil Smith-Rowe is scoring goals as well and assisting, so maybe he's someone to put in your side to have a look at as well. Um and Aaron Ramsdale, again, like I've said before, I don't think you can look past him. 
as a goalkeeper, he's scoring fantastic points at the moment. So Ibamian's on 45 at the moment. So um, he's not doing too badly. He didn't he scored four points against Leicester? Got shot bonus. He's got um, he's 10.3 million. So he's an expensive um, striker. Um, I think he's more expensive than Jamie Vardy. Uh, 10.6. So yeah, there's not much in it between the two. So if I think if you're going to have a 10 mil forward, you pick between them two. Aaron Ramsdale, of course, I've said, like I've said many times the last couple of weeks, really consider him in your fantasy at the moment because Arsenal looking solid and they've got Watford this weekend. It'll be another clean sheet, which should be really good for Arsenal players. Um, the next game after that, they've got Liverpool, which you know, everyone knows what Liverpool are like at the moment. And then they've got Newcastle, who could have a new manager in place by then. And then Man United away. So you're looking at maybe two clean sheets out of four games, which is a lovely little points title for you guys, for you fantasy footballers. Um, another on to the 4.30 kickoff, West Ham, Liverpool. Uh, like I said, I'm captain Salah, but he hasn't scored in two games, Champions League. And uh, the Premier League game last week against Brighton. Someone that's taken the mantle from him is Mane. So it seems like they're, they're divvying up the goals. If Salah doesn't score, Mane will. If Mane doesn't score, Salah will. So have one of them in your side, or if not both. Um, also, Mikel Antonio hasn't, didn't score last week, and still West Ham scored four. So um, again, if you've got Mane, Salah... Um, Antonio, you definitely make one of them captain this week. I would lean more towards the Liverpool side of things. So Mane or Salah, it's up to you which one you want to take the punt on the most. Um, there could be a possibility both score. So um, it's a win-win that way. So I think Liverpool are going to score this weekend against West Ham because I don't think there's been a game so far that Liverpool haven't scored. But um, definitely look at, um, and again, West Ham, Fabianski is doing well. Declan Rice is scoring points. He's getting an average of three to five points a game. So definitely looking at a tackle bonus with Declan Rice this weekend as well. So maybe he's someone to chuck into your side as well this weekend. But that's the games this week, really. So that's um, basically the last um, game week before international break. So after this week, you'll have a nice little concrete idea of who's doing really well after eleven ga- after 12 games, actually. So these are the positions so far. Top positions in uh, top point scorers in each position. So we've currently got Mendy from Chelsea on 73 points, Alisson on 59, and Ramsdale on 58. He's finally broken into the top three, which I said he would do. I didn't expect him to get to do what he did last weekend. I thought maybe he might have done it after the international break, uh, but he's now in the top three. Um, uh, Edison has is dropped down to fourth after his um, point scoring exploits or non point scoring exploits last week, conceding two. So. Um, and again, they've got Man United this week, who will create chances against City. It's all depending if they take them. Uh, so there might be a possibility he does get another clean sheet bonus and he just drops down a little bit more. So uh, out Ramsdale just puts out a little bit of distance between him and um, uh, uh, I forgot Edison. So I forgot the guy's name then. Uh, okay, right. So they're the top three for goalkeepers. From, um, for me, Allison is probably the one that I've put in when I should have put Mendy, but there we go. Um, right, moving on. Defenders. Cancelo's on 70. 
are you got three players on 66 you've got rudiger james and virgil van dyke are currently on 66 and then in third place or third with 62 Trent alexander arnold and ds now if you look at them players all right there all of them are pushing eight million plus even not nine million plus all them players so it's so hard to have uh, maybe two of them in your side and have decent players going in into other positions. So you, I think you're going to have to have, pick at least one of them to put in your side. I don't think you're going to have many of them. Ruder is probably the one that I would pick out of all of them because the clean sheet bonuses are crucial for Chelsea. And I think for him, um, he'll play more and more because he's sort of the um, more consistent defender and he plays either Christensen, Silva... Um, next to him. So he's definitely the player that if you're going to have in your side, he'll probably be playing week in, week out. And he'll get clean sheet bonuses like Mendy is at the moment as well. Because if you look at Rudiger and Mendy, I think they could have had the same points. And I think Rudiger has scored a couple of goals as well. So if Rudiger played every game, then you look at Mendy at that point as well. So he would have been probably top defender as well. Midfield now, it's a little bit of a change now midfield. Conor Gallagher is now top with 70 points after scoring and assisting last weekend against Man City. Second place, we've got Yuri Tillemans on 64. And then the new player coming in is Declan Rice. He scored at the weekend against West Ham. A very consistent player, like I said earlier. He's scoring at least three to five points a game. And he's a cheap midfielder as well because he doesn't score great in fantasy football generally. So the high point scorers usually are the are the most expensive players and the ones that don't really score that much and a little bit inconsistent don't score as well. But now if you look at Declan Rice and his points throughout the season so far, he's always scoring three to five points. So that's always someone nice to have in your fantasy football because you know you're going to get at least three or five points a game from one player. And if he scores, it's always a lovely bonus because that bumps up to 10 points and you haven't even made the person captain. So he's always someone to have in your side. Um, and you always want that one player in midfield, especially that'll tick three to five points guaranteed because having someone that scores two points consistently, it's not great for your fantasy team. So you want someone that's just going to tick over points. Uh, in the striker situation, there has been no change whatsoever. Still top three that has been for the last few weeks. Salah on 126, Vardy on 70, Antonio on 66. And both players didn't score didn't score a goal last week either. And they, they're still the top three. So it just shows that other strikers are just not doing it at the moment. Kane's not in there. Lukaku would be in there, no doubt. Ronaldo would be in there. So you've got all them three to hit to sort of hit their straps as yet. So it'll be interesting to see where the car will be eventually when he, by Christmas in by, if not by the start of the new year, will Antonio still be up there? Vardy will be, cause he's a very, very good point scorer. And for some reason, he's never usually rated anything above 10, 10.5 million. So he's, he's someone that you just go, well, oh, chuck him in. He didn't have a great end to last year and some players would probably took him out early doors. But you know you're going to get 15 goals out of Vardy at least. So he's someone you've got to have in your side. Okay, moving on. So captains for me this week. So I've gone for Conor Gallagher. Um, fantastic um, game against Man City last week. And they've got Wolves this week. So he played very open football. And Palace are playing extremely well at the moment. And 
if they play like they did against Man City, I know Man City were down to 10 men for most of the game, but if they play like that, and they played like that against Palace and other teams, then Conor Gallagher's probably going to get a goal and assist, if not a little points bonus as well. And on Sunday, like I said, I've got Mo Salah as captain as well on Sunday because he is currently the best player in the world and he is the top point scorer in fantasy football, so you can't really look past him at the moment. So, um... There's no pod next week because it's international break and there's no fancy football. But I will be back uh, on the 20th November for game week 5. Uh, no, before the 20th November. So 20th November is a Saturday. So I'll be back on the 18th of November for game week 15 where the Premier League resumes. So again, if you've got any questions or any uh, problems about your fancy football team, give me an email on the on the sssffpod at gmail.com and I will talk about it on here and also reply to your email. I hope you had a good time. Hope you have a lovely weekend. Enjoy the football and stay safe. See you soon. Bye.